Island Church in Galveston, Texas, welcomes you to our podcast. Be encouraged by Pastor Rusty Martin as he teaches the Word of God. Go to Matthew real quick. This is not our message. This is something the Lord dropped into my spirit in prayer this morning. And I wanted to just say it to the church. If you can receive this, if you can receive this, Matthew chapter 4, this is at the end of a real trial in the life of Jesus in which the devil tempted him in every, how, how would you call it, every genre of temptation that you can be tempted in. A physical, a mental, and a spiritual temptation. And with every one of them, Jesus said, no, it is written. No, not going to do it. It is written. And then the last one, he said, get thee behind me, Satan, for it is so he used authority the last time. Amen. But then verse 11 says this, then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. I'm glad you're excited. Now let me try it again. Because this is a word the Lord dropped in my spirit for you. So I don't guess y'all want the devil to leave. Y'all want a little more of verse 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10? I'll take that one if that's all right with you. I'll just take that one. Amen. Now, I, the Lord spoke to this to me years ago in prayer. He said, there should be extended periods of time in your life when the devil doesn't give you any problems at all. Amen. Now, we've just come through a powerful conference, tons of revelation knowledge. I mean, you know, today's... Pretty, what happened? Did the Astros play late last night or something? Well, I don't know if you don't come to church because the Astros win. I hope they, I hope they go down tonight. Amen. Oh, they're not playing tonight, eh? Everybody's saying, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> Everybody say, then the devil leaveth, and angels come and minister to me. I say this, I am entering in to an extended period of time in which the devil has no access to me in Jesus' name. I believe it. I receive it. Amen. Now, let's do something else. I know that we have at least two, maybe more if there's more you need to let us know, but at least two people in here are battling cancer right now, and we don't like cancer around here, and we don't like people battling with it. You say, why? Because Jesus bore it upon the cross, and you don't have to suffer and die with cancer. Amen. So let's just pray right now. Father, Lord, for Miss Ella, Miss Miss uh, Miss Mirta, we just refuse it. Now, Lord, we don't. We we thank you for treatments and doctors and all of that, but we're your church, and you've given us supernatural answers. And Father, we just declare in the name of Jesus, these cancers have to die. They have to dry up. These people are not going to have to go through these horrible treatments and they get sick and get sicker. No, no. We declare God's healing power going through those cameras right now, touching their body, setting them free. Cancer, you're a liar. You go from the bodies of God's people. You leave their bodies in Jesus' name. Now, devil, you're a liar. 
We rebuke every thought of cancer. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you the doctors will come in and they will say, look what has happened. What has happened? Hallelujah. Now let's lift our hands and worship God and thank Him for it. Come on, if it was you, you'd want the same thing. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Cancer is defeated. Cancer is defeated. And Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for breakthrough in Jesus' name. Now let's get into our message real quick. Go to, go to Hebrews chapter 11. Now we're back on the subject of operational faith. The Lord gave me that phrase. So I've been talking to him about it. He's been defining and refining it in me. Operational faith can be described as the faith that you operate in. What kind of faith are you operating in? Is it, is it good biblical faith that comes from hearing and hearing from the Word of God? Or is it head faith in which you're just waiting to see what's going to happen? Amen. Some of the phrases we use many times we think are spiritual, but they're really doubt and unbelief. Things like, well, I got prayed for the other day, but I'm just waiting for the manifestation. Well, what does that mean? So the manifestation means you hadn't had a manifestation of healing, so you're denying healing? See, those types of phrases sound spiritual. I've heard them say that about other things. But in reality, when faith takes hold, you say, well, I, you know, my body may hurt. I may have taken, but I, I believe I'm healed. I'm not going by what my body tells me, my doctor tells me. I believe I'm healed. So operational faith is that which you're operating in every day. It's your lifestyle of faith. What is your confession? What are you reading? What are you exposing yourself to? Many times people have setbacks because they expose themselves to the wrong thing after they've had a breakthrough. But I guarantee you, if you'll stay with the same faith that got you the answer, if you'll stay with that same faith and allow it to grow on the inside of you, I guarantee you'll get to the place in life in which you'll be an overcomer in everything the enemy tries to bring against you. Not only that, you'll also be helping other people to be overcomers. Now, here in Hebrews chapter 11, we have what we call the heroes of faith. I like to call it the, what would you call it, the, uh, uh, the hall of fame. Amen. I'm not, any, I'm not in any halls of fame. Uh, I, I'm a voter. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, what do you call it? I, I get to vote uh, on who gets to go into the bull riding hall of fame. So that's as far as I've gone in, in fame. Amen. They didn't, they didn't choose me, but I get to vote. Amen. So if you go and begin in about, about verse 17, you're going to see this. This is what you're going to see. By faith, 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 through faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. So that, that's all operational faith right there. Because connected to ever by faith are things like Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they, were, because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. That took faith. I said that took faith. You can choose any one of those. They all take faith. Now notice this. Now down in verse, look there in verse, uh, hold on, I brought my glasses. Those numbers just seem to get littler in the last of October. Verse 32, so what shall I say more? Now notice this, what shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, of Barak, of Samson, of Jephthah, 
of David, also Samuel and Samuel, and of the prophets. Now notice, who through faith, who through faith, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned, turned to flight the armies of the aliens, women received their dead raised to life again, others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had a trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover of bonds and imprisonments. They were stoned, they were sawed asunder, were tempted, were slain with a sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in caves, dens and in caves of the earth. All of these, all, and these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. Did you know what? The, I've read this for years and it dawned on me the other day that all these people did all this by faith and they weren't born again. They had not received the promise that you have right now. That means you ought to be a whiz at faith because the spirit that was in them was a fallen human spirit. But the spirit that is in you is the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. Amen? So really, faith should be a whiz to us. We should be able to operate it, flow in it. And Jesus said, when I return to the earth, will I find what upon the earth? Faith upon the earth. Now, with that in mind, real quick, just, just for this morning, I thought this was a good way to go. Go all the way into the Old Covenant to 2 Chronicles chapter 20. I like this story. This is one of the great stories of the Bible. I'm going to do a series here pretty soon called The Great Stories of the Bible. Not This is one of them. Amen. Chapter 20, verse 1. Let's just start right there. It says, It came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon uh, and with them others besides, the Amorites, came against Jehoshaphat in battle. Now, first of all, Notice who they're fighting. If you go do a study on who these people are, especially Ammon and Moab, these aren't good people. These are two sons of an incestuous relationship between Lot and his daughters. Amen. You said, now, now, now why would there be any kind of blessing upon people like that? Because when God gives his word to a family, it goes throughout the family. Even though Lot was a mess, Abraham wasn't. Amen. And the same blessings that belonged unto Abraham also belonged unto Lot. That's why he saved him out of Sodom and Gomorrah. But now, when they came into the promised land, uh, uh, they did not attack Ammon and Moab because of that. They left them alone. But now Ammon and Moab, and if you study this, you'll see that they rose up with the Amorites that were with them with an army that was almost a million people strong. Now, that, that's a lot of people. Amen. So this vast army had come and set themselves in battle or in array against Jehoshaphat, against Israel, and against the city of Jerusalem. Now let's read this. Just Let me read just for a moment. It said, Then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on this side of Syria, and behold, they be in Hazran Tamar, which is in Gadi. Everybody say in Gadi. 
And Jehoshaphat feared, now notice this, and set himself to seek the Lord. Amen? Now let me tell you something. Anytime you get into fear, you need to set yourself to seek the Lord. I mean, you get a bad doctor's report, you get a bad financial report, something some, some going on, and you feel that fear rising up on the inside of you. It's not time to wait till Sunday. It's not time to wait till Wednesday. It's time for you to seek the Lord right now. Right now. You grab your Bible, you find you a quiet place, and you start addressing that fear that is on the inside of you because fear will destroy you and appropriate the works of the devil just like faith appropriates the works of God. Job, Job said that which I greatly Fear has come upon me. So don't blame God for Job's dilemma. Amen. Now, he set himself to seek the Lord and, and to proclaim a fast throughout Judah. He said, I'm not only going to seek the Lord, I'm going to get everybody else doing it. Amen. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Jehovah, Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of, Jeru of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court, and said, this is a time in which a few moments of silence prayer is not going to do anything. So I, I, you know, if he would have got up and said this, he said, now I know most of us are Jewish, but we may have some visitors here, so we don't want to upset anybody by praying in the Holy Ghost. You know, there are times when you just got to forget the feelings of other people. And you got to do what God's called you to do. Because if you leave your joy in the feelings of other people, you'll never obey God. Ooh, that was a good word for somebody. Amen? So he said, we're going to seek the Lord. We're going to do what? We're going to ask Him to help us. Everybody say, help us. Now let me just say, it ain't wrong to ask God for help. If you need help, say, God, help me. You know, so people are like, sometimes people, they get these weird ideas, you know, that, well, I, I got to wait for a word or this. No, you don't. Just cry out in your faith, God, help me. I've done it a thousand times, a million times. They do it today, amen? Now notice. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem and the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord our God, God of our fathers. Now notice how he starts praying. Art thou not God in heaven? Question mark. And rulest thou not over the kingdoms of the heathen? Question mark. Woo. And in thy hand is there not power and might so that none is able to withstand thee? See, here's how you got to start in faith. You got to start reminding God of who he is. Don't go to God with your problem. Go to your problem with God. See, a lot of people, they go to their mountain and they tell God all about their mountain when God says, no, go to your mountain and tell it all about your God. So he's just reminding them God of who you are. You know, if you're having a financial problem, you need to go and remind them. You know, you are Jehovah Jireh. You are the provider. You are the one that supplies all of my needs. You know, you are Jehovah Rapha. You are the healer and health of my body. You know, you are, aren't, you the he aren't you the healer? Aren't you the deliverer? Aren't you the prosperer? See, you need, you need to learn to pray like that. God loves that. He likes that kind of stuff. Amen? I like this part. Now he begins to include his testimonies. Art thou not our God, our God who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people, Israel, and givest it to the seed of Abraham thy friend forever? And they that dwelt therein and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, now let's say, 
If when evil comes upon us as the sword, judgment or pestilence or famine, we stand before thee in this house and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt hear and help. You know who God gave that promise to? To Solomon. When he dedicated the temple, the prophets spoke. And they said, thus saith the Lord. When there's a problem in Israel, when war or famine or pestilence come, you come to this house, you gather yourself, you begin to pray, you begin to seek God. This is where your answer is going to come from. I tell you, there's some, there's, some, there's some information and some inspiration in this. Amen? It says, And now behold, the children of the Baman and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt. But they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, I say how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession which thou hast given us to inherit. Woo, you ought to get a hold of that, church. What is the possession that God has given us to inherit in this covenant? Oh, we can rejoice over heaven and the rapture of the church, but down here in the nasty now and now, we have a covenant with Almighty God through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Sinlessness has not had a right to be in your body. Poverty does not have a right to be in your, in your pocketbook. Depression does not have the right to be in your emotions. You've got to make a decision. You are trespassing in the temple of the Holy Ghost. And you've got to do something about it. I like how he's, I like Jehoshaphat. I'm going to hang around him in heaven a little bit. Listen to how he talks. Behold, I say how they reward us. Reward us. For we have no might. Now let me, let me go back up to verse 11. Behold, I say how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession. That healing which you gave me is yours, Lord. You give it to me to inherit. They're trying to get that away from me. I'm not going to let them. Oh, our God will not judge them, for we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. There comes a time. Come on, church. There comes a time when you've got to turn all of your focus upon him. He is your answer. He is your inheritance. He is your reward. He is your all in all. He's your salvation. He's your healing. He's your baptism in the Holy Ghost. He's your righteousness, peace, joy, prosperity. Listen, in Him we live and move and have our being. We are complete in Him. He is our all in all. Woo, glory to God. Mm-mm-mm. And all Jews stood before the Lord with their little ones and wives and children. Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mahatni, the Levite, the sons of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. I wrote there, God's moving. God's moving. I said, God's moving. I said, God's moving. Everybody say, God's moving. And he said, hearken all Judea and all ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. And thou, King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you. See, this is where the seeking the Lord pays off. Here's the payoff. Thus saith the Lord. Everybody say, thus saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord unto you. 
Be not afraid. Now listen to this. This is where it gets good. Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great company. Are you ready? For the battle is not yours, but God's. Everybody say, but God's. Now, see, a lot of people, that's as far as they read, and they go, well, the battle's the Lord's. Who's playing football today? Now, you got to hold on right there. You got to find out how God does, how God does battle on the earth. Amen. You got to find out how God does battle on the earth. He says the battle, everybody says the battle is the Lord's. Now notice what he says here though. Let me find it here. For the battle is not yours but God's. Tomorrow go ye down against them. Now wait a minute. He just says the battle is yours. Didn't he just say that? Amen. The battle is yours. But you go down against him. Now, wait a minute, Lord. Well, you got to find out how he does battle. Amen. Now, notice this. The battle is not yours, but the Lord's. Now, and Jehoshaphat, now notice this. Let me find it here. You shall not know need to go fight in the battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Every battle is the Lord's that you choose to fight. Now, see, so you're going to have to hear that right. Put one finger in one ear. Maybe you'll hear it right. Every battle you choose to fight is the Lord's. Now, let me say that again. Every battle you choose to fight is the Lord's, which means... That doesn't mean there's not going to be a battle. That means it's going to have to be done God's way. That's all it means. It's going to have to be done God's way. It's going to have to be done God's way. Now notice what it says here. It says you're going to have to go down. You're going to have to go out against them, but the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. There's their answer. And the Levites, and the children of the Kohathites, and the children of uh, the and the children of the Kohathites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice. On high. they had a loud worship service. They rose up early in the morning, went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa, and as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, "Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem." Now notice, believe in the Lord your God; so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. Amen? Now, you know, let me just say this. You have to believe in the ministries you put yourself under. Now, I don't do this at all as a pastor, but I used to do this a lot as a traveling minister because it helped people receive. I used to tell people, I'm anointed. I used to tell them that. There's an anointing on me. You need healing. There's an anointing on me. Amen? You need to be taught the word. There's an anointing on me to teach. I would tell people that. You know why? The Lord told me, tell people that or they won't understand it or they won't know it. Then I watched others who would get up and tell people. You know, Brother Hagin would always talk about the gifts in his hands, how the Lord Jesus Christ himself put, put his fingers in the palms. And I've seen Brother Hagin's hands when they were red and almost glowing. I'd had him lay his hands on me and felt that power go through me like to knock me through the wall. 
Amen. I believed in the anointing on him. Lee and I believed in the anointing on Oral Roberts. That's why Breland is here. We believed on the anointing of other men and other women in our lives, and therefore we received the supernatural cut or the supernatural aspect of that anointing. Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat recognized that, and he said, Believe God and you'll be established. But believe as prophets when they speak. Why? Because it'll cause you to prosper. You'll prosper when you, when you receive from the anointing. Amen? But then now he says this, And when he had, and when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord that should praise the beauty of holiness. And as they went out before the army and to say, Praise the Lord, for His mercy endureth forever. Now notice this. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord sent ambushments against the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Sir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Well, that, that, that's really not the story. You say, why? Ammon and Moab came with this huge army into, into the area of Seir, S-I-R-E-S-S-I-E-R, however it's spelled. Now, those people rose up against them. So they started killing them. Ammon and Moab started killing them. And they, they must have went nuts killing them because as soon as they finished killing all of them, they just killed each other. I always thought, who killed the last one? But could you imagine witness, as you're having a worship service, amen? Nothing but the blood, nothing. I mean, as you're having a worship service, they're out there killing each other, wiping each other out. I mean, just a, just a, just a frenzy of death till they killed all, everybody was dead. They're looking around, everybody's dead. Sounds like an answered prayer to me. Sounds like operational faith to me. Just obeying God. But God, see, we don't go out against enemies like this. See, we always have the army. There's always the artillery. There's always the, the infantry. Then we have our medical. But see, what do you mean? Send the praise team? Send the praise? Yeah, send the praise team. You say, why? Because God said to send the praise team. We're going to send the praise team. Amen. Well, they have no armor. They have no spears. They have no archery equipment. They have no swords. No, no. But they have something even greater. They have access to God. They're obeying God. They're walking in a grace or they're walking in a mercy and they're walking toward the enemy. But what did God say at the beginning? The battle is mine. The battle is mine. The battle is mine. Mm, that needs to be faith to somebody. Somebody needs to get a hold. The battle is the Lord's. Everybody say the battle is the Lord's. Is this helping anybody? For the children of Ammon, Moab, stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Sir, utterly to slay and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Sir, everyone helped to destroy another. Everyone helped to destroy another. Everyone. So, so you, you, you're killing the enemy and you say, well, this is a lot of fun, so I'll just kill you and you and you and you and you. I mean, it's, it's like some kind of Monty Python scene, you know. Y'all know who Mighty Python is. Amen. I love it. I love it. There's one scene in one of his movies, you know, when they're, when they're, when they're, and they, and they're, one of those crazy movies they do, but they run up against this black knight. I'm the black knight. 
Nobody crosses, you know, and all that. And, and so they start fighting. And the guy, he cuts off one of the black knight's arms and, you know, blood just spurts off. And the, he's running around with one arm and he's like, he's like, uh, oh, you know, the guy, the knight kneels to thank God for the victory. And the guy butts up. He's like, I'm not finished with you yet. I'm going to be, you're not, you can't, I'm the black knight, you know. And then the guy whips off his other sword and whips off the other. So he ain't got no arms. And the guy's like, you know, thank you, Lord, for this great victory. And the guy goes and butts up him. I'm not finished with you yet. I tell you, you're not crossing this place. And then he whacks off a leg. And then the guy, and the guy, and the guy just kind of looks at him. He's just hopping on one leg, and he's butting up against him. I tell you, I'll tear you apart. I'll tear you apart. And so he just whips off the other leg, and that stump of a body just hits there. And as the guy walks by him, as that knight walks by him, the guy's going, come back here. Come back here. I'm not finished with you yet. I always thought that's a good picture of faith people right there, amen? They're not finished with a fight yet. It's not over because I hadn't won yet. Come on, you come back here. Well, you've cut my legs off, my arms off, but I'm not fighting. The battle's not mine. The battle's my God's. How did that memory ever get dredged up? My goodness. Glory to God. None escaped. You see that at the bottom of verse 24? None escaped. Now, here's the kicker, though. And when Jehoshaphat and his people come to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance. In abundance. Riches with the dead bodies, precious jewels, which they stripped off for themselves, more than they could carry away, and they were three days in gathering the spoil. It was so much. They didn't ask for that. They just asked to be delivered. They didn't ask for that. They just asked to be delivered. But there's just something about our God. He cannot help himself. Some of you have not discovered that yet. But when you get to the place in which your faith is really operating and operational in your life, God cannot help himself. He will pour out of you in such abundance. You think, man, what is going on here? How are these blessings coming into my life? What is happening here? It is your God. It is your heavenly Father through the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. It is your operational faith that is bringing all this together because God truly wants to be the God that supplies all of your needs, that heals your body, that delivers you from depression, that heals your marriage, that does everything He needs to do to be God in your life. And on the fourth day, they assembled themselves in the valley of Baraka. For there they blessed the Lord. Therefore the name of the place was called the valley of Baraka unto this day. Then they returned, every man of Judah and Jerusalem and Jehoshaphat, in the, in the, forf in the forefront of them, to go again to Jerusalem with joy. With joy. For the Lord had made them to rejoice over their enemy. Who is your enemy? Who is your, is it cancer? Bankruptcy? The divorce court? Depression? These are all your enemies. See, our, our enemies are not people groups. People are our purpose. That's our, we, we don't have any people groups out there who are our enemies. Our enemies are in the spirit. 
Listen, we know that this sickness and disease has a spiritual root because the Bible says in Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth who went, uh, 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 with the Holy Ghost and power who went about uh, uh, doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. That's in the spirit realm. So we see that even sickness and disease has a spiritual content to it. Amen. But I want you to know something about the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is complete. You say, what do you mean by that? There's nothing that he hadn't defeated. Nothing that has to do with the life experience that is a result of the fall of man and all the negative stuff that came in through the fall of man in the Garden of Eden. Everything that happened, sickness, disease, everything, all of the blame, all the condemnation, all the guilt, everything, Jesus bore upon the cross, died with it, then he rose from the dead to prove his preeminence over it. And because he came to the earth as a human, that gave him the right to transfer it to those who would call on his name. Hallelujah. So I don't know what you're facing this morning. You may be like Jehoshaphat. It may be an army. You may have a financial, a physical, a mental, every kind of problem you can think of. But that doesn't matter to God. God doesn't. I like, you know, I've said this many times. I think we really need to to hear it and get a hold of it. The two words God never says are uh uh-oh. Those are our words. Uh Uh-oh. Amen. But God never, God is not surprised by the problem that comes into your life. He's not unprepared. As a matter of fact, God has already prepared a way. Where the enemy came up with a strategy, before the enemy ever developed his strategy, God had already made a way of victory for you to walk in that way of victory, but you've got to walk in it. And when God says the battle is mine, you've got to say, okay, God, what do we do now that the battle is yours? Because God will have something for you to do. That's where your faith operates. Hallelujah. Now let's lift our hands. Where's Brother Frank? He's already up there. Thank God. Lift your hands and worship God, if you will. Now, Father, we worship you. We sense the touch of God in this meeting this morning, in people's lives. Lord, we know that many are facing battles. But what a word you have for us this morning. The battle is the Lord's. The battle is the Lord's. But he said, send Judah first. Send out the praisers. Send out the worshipers. Let's let the praise and worship come out of us. That's our faith and operation. Thank him for your healing. Thank him for what you need financially. Thank him right now. Thank him now. While faith is flowing, while the same spirit of faith that's here upon the church is flowing and operating, thank him now for your healing. Thank him now for your breakthrough. Thank Him now that you're delivered. Thank Him for the answer that you need. Thank Him for His power working in your life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Be encouraged. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we worship you, Father. We glorify your name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we worship you, Father. Now, I want every person in here that, that you're believing God, and I'm, I could probably come put my hands on most of you. You've been attacked with what they call a life disease. It's diabetes, arthritis, uh, uh, asthma. I don't know. Maybe you have seasonal allergies or whatever it is. But, but you've been believing God. You're standing in faith. You're believing God. That thing's going to break in your body. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go. If that's you, I want you to stand up right now. If they've told you you had to live with these things, we don't have to live with it. Amen? Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Let's let everybody stand up. Now, I want everyone of you to lift your hands up. Lift your hands up. Close your eyes. Get your eyes fixed upon Jesus. Now, Father, you're God. You are Jehovah Rapha. You heal in the old covenant. You heal in the new covenant. We are your children. We remind you of those stripes that are upon the back of your son seated right next to you. We remind you of the blood that is upon that mercy seat. And we remind you that you said you watch over your word to perform it. So, Father, every person that's standing right here has been dealt a blow by the enemy. By the enemy! A diagnosis of something perpetual in their body that medicine said they have to live with. We say they don't. Because you say they don't. You said nothing is impossible with you. So, Father, we declare right now your healing power in this building. Every organ that is not functioning in the way in which God has created it to function, we command it to wake up in Jesus' name. Kidney, livers, pancreases, any other organ, lungs, heart, nervous system, peace, be still in Jesus' name. Now, Father, we declare all of these life diseases. They're not life, they're death. Jesus bore them. But, Father, we stand in an act of faith and worship unto you this morning, believing we receive from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet your healing power. Father, we just go ahead and declare we're the healed of God. Everybody say, I'm the healed of God. 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 Hallelujah. Now thank Him for it. Thank Him for it. Thank Him. Now you may be seated. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God. I, I can't wait to start hearing the testimonies. Now if you're facing financial difficulty, bill you can't pay, maybe you need a large amount of money for something, Maybe you're believing God for a home or a car and you just don't have the, have the finances that you need. Maybe you just need a breakthrough to, 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 to find what you need. I know it's hard to find things these days. Amen. Hallelujah. I heard the, 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 the Fed is going to raise another three quarters of a percentage rate, I think, this week. I'm telling you, the collapse is happening, church. If you don't, if you don't see it, it's happening. But in the midst of it, Jehovah Jireh. So if you have a financial issue and you're believing God for a breakthrough, stand up right now. Stand up right now. Come on, stand up right now. I'm standing. Amen. You say, what's your issue? I, I tell you, I'm believing God to build that building. Amen. Hallelujah. Now lift your hands up to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we remind you, you are Jehovah Jireh. You supplied that ram for Abraham. You gave so much gold to the temple actually to the tabernacle before the temple was ever built. Moses had said, quit bringing the offering. The stuff is too nice. It's too much. Then David, your king, your king, Lord, David gathered close to $9 billion in today's money in gold and silver, precious stones, built you a house there in Jerusalem where you abode 
until that until that veil was rent top to bottom and that Shekinah presence left but it came back down on the day of Pentecost now Father we declare behold the threatens look at what's happening to our economy you knew it would happen you've been telling us ever since we've been in church a collapse was coming now Father as this thing folds up we declare over Island Church a great financial breakthrough. Breakthrough in Jesus' name. Men and women that have tithed, that have offered, that have given of their living unto you, done it over and over, month after month, year after year, operational faith. Lord, we're asking you to just recognize our faith. Recognize our faith. Recognize our faith. He said, without it, it's impossible to please you. So we declare every dime coming into the house of God. We declare in these people's lives, their jobs, their businesses, their investments, we thank you for wisdom and we thank you, Father. They'll not only have what they need, they'll have more than enough. More than enough. More than enough. More than enough. In Jesus' name. Now lift your hands and thank you for a financial breakthrough. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you. Hallelujah. Now be seated just for a moment. Now, if you're suffering with mental oppression or depression, that's so, listen, that, that's just, it's a torment. Fear many times. The Bible says fear has torment. And it's not, listen, living like that, it's just, it's just terrible. And, and I know people suffer to, to, to some degree more than others, but it is not the will of God. The will of God is that the joy of the Lord be your strength is that righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost be your standard for life. But I'm going to tell you, life is coming at people pretty strong right now. All of us. Life is coming pretty strong at all of us. So if you're suffering with that, if you say, Pastor, I do, I've, just, I've had some tough weeks, I've had some tough months, stand on your feet right now. Stand on your feet. We're going to get rid of it this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now stretch your hands toward these precious people. Father, thank you right now. We rebuke depression, oppression. You're a liar. How dare you attack the minds and the souls and the emotions of God's people. Get your hands off God's property in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you that the anointing breaks the yoke. And I declare over both of these precious people, depression and oppression is broken in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Praise God. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Isn't God good? Now lift your hands and worship God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you. We glorify you. Thank you, Jesus. How good you are. We worship you, Father. Blessed be the name of God. Blessed be the name. Now, before we dismiss, Alan and Pat have a wonderful visitor with them. Alan, stand up and tell us her name and what she does. Mashak from Turkey. Wow. Amen. Isn't that awesome?
Yeah. Amen. Come up here. Come up here. We're going to pray for you. Alan and Pat, come stand with her real quick. Thank you, Lord Jesus. When I shook your hand, I felt something in the spirit for you this morning. Come stand right here. Just face me. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Now just stretch your hands toward this precious lady. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you that you bless her. Keep her. Protect her. Thank you, Father. Now for every child of God, there is a path of righteousness to follow. And your path is going to get easier. For there has been some rugged road behind you that you have come through and come out of by faith that is in your heart. Now the rewards of that faith lie before you. So be steady and walk with confidence in the days ahead. For the path that I have you on will lead you into blessings beyond your imagination. Now the peace of God will settle upon you. And you will know this is the way that I should go. Others will say, no, it's this or it's that or the other. But you will know in your heart, no, I've heard a word in my spirit. And I will follow after that which God is directing me to do. And you shall see that that is a true path, a protected path, a path of health, righteousness, and blessing. New doors will open upon this path. Be wise, for not all are of God. For there would be those that would see and say, oh, what an asset that would be for us. But no, the Lord says, you're my asset. Ha-ha, <laughs> ha-ha, you're my asset. And as the doors open, do not be afraid to open your mouth wide and, procl <laughs> and proclaim not only that which God has done for you, but that which God has done for them. Whew, now there's the anointing. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord, we stir that in her right now. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You'll not always walk alone. You'll not always walk alone. You'll not always walk alone. Amen? I don't know what that means, but you won't always walk alone. Amen? Isn't that good? Does that agree with your spirit? Okay, I want you to come sit right there. Go sit right there. Good. Amen. So, I'm going to, y'all can stand. Praise the Lord. We're going to dismiss. Amen. And I want everybody that will come by and give her some money. My money's in my billfold, so I'm going to get it and bring it to her. Amen. I just felt like you needed some money, so we're going to give you some money. How about that? You like money? Good, I do too. So, we're going to give you some money. Is that cool? Is that all right with you? Well, I hope so. Hallelujah. Just think what God, you know, Turkey. Now, let me just say this. Turkey has aligned itself with Iran and Russia. And they are part of that, of that what do you call it, a consortium or a... Or a, or a uh, but they're part of the three that will go down in the last days. Actually, I believe it will happen before the rapture takes place. They will begin to make a, a move toward Israel. But that has nothing to do with the Turkish people or the Iranian people or the Russian people. Do you understand that? So God wants harvest in Turkey. Amen? God wants harvest. He wants harvest of souls of the Muslim. He wants a harvest in Turkey. Everybody say harvest. She's part of that harvest. That makes us part of that harvest. Oh, come on, church. 
Somebody ought to recognize your opportunity when you have one. Amen. Some of you stood for financial breakthrough. You need to recognize opportunity when you have one. Amen. So here's the thing, church. We just need to bring her a good offering. And we need to bring it. We need to lay it right here because she's a wonderful woman of God and we need to bless her financially. And then you ladies especially, you just bless her as ladies and you give her a hug and you love her, okay? Can we do that? Father, thank you for today. What a wonderful service. Beautiful music. Wonderful visitors. Lord, you've got us so connected to the world. I mean, we have to obey. Lord, as we leave today, thank you for Psalms 91. No evil befalls us. No plague comes nigh us. Angels have charge over us. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Now, wait a second. Yes, Lord. See, that's the Spirit of God moving on some of you right now. Let Him move on. We're not in a hurry. Lift your hands and worship God. I see the Spirit of God moving on several people. Just let Him move on you right now. Just let Him move on you right now. We worship you, Father. We know it's the dismissal prayer, but we're never in a hurry, and we never discount what the Holy Ghost desires to do. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, Father, we worship you. Yes, let's pray for Turkey right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Alan, come here and pray over Turkey. Here, you pray over Turkey, Alan. Thank you, Jesus. Turn his mic on, please. Hallelujah. There you go, there you go. Pray Father, over Turkey. in the name of Jesus, yes, Lord, Lord, we lift up the nation Lord, of Turkey. Lord, we lift up this nation where the voice of Thank the you, Muslim Jesus. religion yes. rings out every morning, yes. five times a day. Lord, let the voice of revival yes. ring out Amen. in Turkey. Lord, yes. let harvest come to Turkey, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord, raise up pastors, yes, raise Lord. up evangelists, yes. Yes. raise up apostles, raise up Thank you, prophets. Lord. Raise up, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Your church, it will prevail in the country of Turkey. Yes. Yes. Mightily amen. will grow the word of God and prevail in amen. Turkey. Amen. Lord, amen. we thank yes. you, Lord, for men and women of God in Turkey, Lord, that, that, that have suffered persecution. God, you've heard their cries. And, Father, I thank you. You fight the battle yes. for them, that the yes. battle is yours. The battle is the Lord. And Father, I thank amen. you that amen. even amen. today, God, Lord, Glory to uh, God. our friends that we're Glory connected with, Lord, Lord, Pastor, uh, Pastor Larry Mills, Lord, yes, and Lord. other folks yes, that we know, God, we thank you for a stirring and a strength that the angels of God uh, protect them, keep them, and encamp around about them, Father, and that there is a stirring thank in you, Turkey of the gifts thank of you, the Spirit, Jesus. of revival, thank you, Jesus, and of a great harvest, you, God. Lord, you yes, love the yes, people Lord. of Turkey. Yes, you love, you died for the people of yes, Turkey. Amen, amen. Father, I thank you for sending people thank to you, us Jesus. and from us to go and be a blessing. Be a blessing. Thank you, Lord, for a blessing, God. Amen, amen. In Jesus' amen. name. Praise God. In God, Praise God. Thank you, Alan. Hallelujah. Praise God. Y'all just keep coming. Father, thank you for our service today. Thank you, Lord, as we leave today. Your great anointing for protection and safety as we travel in the righteous labor of our hands. Let the fire of God burn in us, Lord. We so desire to be a part of what you're doing in the earth, Lord. And Father, as we leave today, thank you. We have your faith and love that you give us. We're so thankful. We're thankful for you, God. Jesus, we worship you. We love you, Jesus. Spirit of God, we thank you for what you do in our midst. Lord, as we leave today, we thank you. We're in the end.
ambassadors of Christ, you've called us to be. Thanking you, Lord, here at Island Church. We're covered by the blood, empowered by the word, anointed by the Holy God bless you. Thank you for listening to Island Church's podcast. To find out more information about Island Church in Galveston, Texas, visit our website at islandchurchgalveston.com.